Join me once again this morning in the book of Jude, where we have been for a few weeks, and uh, um, we'll continue for, Lord willing, for a little a little longer. Uh, we're going to look this morning uh, primarily at Jude verses 12 and 13, and uh, the title of this, uh, or that we're going to term this today, Clouds Without Water, Clouds Without Water. Um, Remember in the earlier in the book of Jude, the book is written to God's people, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called. Uh, that's the scriptures. That's who the scriptures speak to. That's who God is speaking through the scriptures to. It's warning to all men. There's warning to all men, but the 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 benefit. And the, 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 the eternal good is to God's people and God's sheep in the scriptures as, in, as Jude directs this to them. And we've seen that there were certain men that crept in, it says, unawares that um, ad- ordained of old to be there, that turning the grace of God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. And we, we saw that these these people it says were crept in unawares and that that's a a, a curious uh, turn of phrase that the Lord used in that uh, there were those in their midst that were part of, part of them they were they were as then we we've uh, likened that and, and and compared that to the to the 12 apostles that the Lord himself had and one of them was obviously uh, was Judas and he was of the of the 12 and he he heard a lot of the same things, and he was sent out as the, they were together. And I don't think that that whoever he was sent out with thought that they drew the short straw because the the bad guys with them. I think they looked at each other all as as they saw and and thought that they were all of the same mind. And 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 yet he was there, and we know that it, it says that the Lord Himself says, "Haven't I?" Haven't I chosen you twelve? And one is the devil, and that for purpose. We know that that was for purpose, and not for. Uh, it wasn't just the luck of the draw, but he, Judas, indeed had a place that in a, a part that he was going to play in, in in God's purpose, and did carry that out. But that he wasn't. He wasn't the one wearing the black hat with a bunch of white hats. He wasn't the ring straked sheep with all the white sheep and stuff. I, I don't think it was that apparent to the. To the outwardly to men uh, at that time, and and that same picture of these that are are in um, unawares in the church that uh, uh, appear the same in a lot of ways, and yet then it goes and talks about those that have that that are in that position that they they have um, denied the Lord God it says and turned the grace into things that is it is not the grace of God in. And this is something that had, has come about over time, and but is is evident there, and it says causing dissent and sowing sowing dissent and and uh, contention in the church, and and um, at some length it deals with these things, and talks compares him as uh, as uh, um, as we saw that uh, compared them to to Cain and Balaam and. Um, and to Korah, those things, 
that that came from people that were in the group of each one of those uh, uh, at at the time and the things that they did that Cain that Cain was of his own righteousness and uh, killed his brother because of that and jealousy because of that and uh, and Balaam that for reward was going to take a reward to curse God's people and and as it turns out that he could not do that but God did not allow that and then in and Korah those that that um, were jealous of the position that that uh, uh, that Moses and Aaron had and said we can do that we're we we know as much as you do why you take on all this and and we see that what they were doing was they were shaking their fists in God's face not in Moses and Aaron and Moses and Aaron if you would have asked them if they wanted to take on that place to start with they would have said probably no the, and Moses said, I, who am I? I can't, I can't fulfill this job you're looking for me to do. Moses was not looking to, to um, uh, build his own reputation up or his position in things. Uh, God put him in a place that, that, that God required him to be, and Aaron too. And, and that wasn't, they didn't put themselves in that position God did. And so the complaint was against God. And, and, and Jude likens these ones that he's, says are in the church to those those things they're about other business they're not about the furtherance of the gospel or uh to the honor of uh our lord and savior and it says it, it deny that and um and and it, it goes on clear down to through verse 19 that we're going to not look at today we're just going to look at a couple of thoughts but um uh, it, it says woe unto them that have done these things in verse 12 and 13 in Jude it says these are spots in your feasts of charity when they feast with you feeding themselves without fear clouds they are without water carried about of winds trees whose fruit withereth without fruit twice dead plucked up by the roots raging waves of the sea foaming out their own shame wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. Uh, some descriptions there that that are pretty descriptive in in what they say, and we're not going to we're not going to uh, piece by piece go into all those. But but I would like to read several uh, passages that speak to these to these things. And these are uh, none of these things that are good. And as I t titled this, clouds without water. Then and we know what clouds are expected of and and um, clouds are are seen as a good thing that bring God bought the, bought water by them to start with first time it ever rained uh, uh, also got judgment by those clouds and 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 fountains but um, uh, clouds are thought to have rain is a, in a good way to feed the the crops and those type of things and he said they are clouds without water there's no benefit to them they're a vapor a, a mist in that way or just a uh, um, and Brother Hawker says they're clouds that come up quickly as you see in summertime you see clouds come up but oftentimes there's nothing to them they're just big billy clouds and, and they're empty there's no promise of water in them but, but that's a picture of, that they have and we've, we've seen that uh, speaking about the the um, um, the the um, Trees, especially fruit. The Lord Himself speaks several places about trees, about vines and branches of those things. And if they're not fruitful, 
the end of those. And, and they're, here these people are likened to them. Uh, and he starts out in verse 12 about that there are spots in your feast of charity when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. And um, it's a picture of, um, uh, and, and there's some commentaries that, that read more into it than I can read into it or by depth of study or whatever, but it, it, it likens them to a love feast when God's people meet together in fellowship. Uh, and that can be around the, the gospel itself, the word or the Lord, but they feed themselves only looking to, to promote themselves, only looking for their own. Uh, likened to a shepherd that feeds himself and not the sheep. And, and uh, uh, these are not good descriptions that, that, that he has of these people that, that Jude has in this spot here. But I'd like to look at a couple places. Uh, in, in 2 Peter chapter 2, Second Peter chapter 2, let me get there. Uh, and starting with um, starting with uh, verse, verse 9 of chapter 2 of Second Peter. It said, The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and how to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government, presumptuous are they, self-willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignities, whereas angels uh, uh, which are greater in power and might bring not railing accusation against them before the Lord. But these as natural brute beasts made to be taken and destroyed speak evil of the things that they understand not and shall utterly perish in their own corruption, and shall receive the re reward of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots they are and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you. Uh, similar similar talk, talking about the same ones, the false prophets and the false teachers, but second, and Peter here speaking uh, along the same lines of Jude and speaking about those that are unprofitable and what the end is of them and um, and down here in the end of this it says verse 13 it says and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime spots are they and blemishes sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you and the picture of them being in the midst and uh, and taking part of of things with the body, but not for the benefit of the body, but only for their for their own self and to their and to their own uh, 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 condemnation uh, that they do these things. And and um, turn to Isaiah chapter fifty seven. Isaiah chapter fifty seven, and I'm. I'm realizing more and more as I go through the book of, of Jude here that um, it's, it's a good thing sometimes to go verse by verse or, or, or thereabouts um, because you can, you can pick up and stop from day to day. Uh, there's a lot of uh, 
a lot of times that we run out of time for the sake of time. Chapter 57 of Isaiah, and starting with verse 19, reading the last little bit here, it says, I create the fruit of the lips. Peace, peace to him that is far off, and to him that is near, saith the Lord, and I will heal him. But the wicked are like the troubled sea when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace, saith my God, to the wicked. And on the converse that, the only peace that God's people have are in him and because of him. But here the same, the same uh, picture of those that, that are um, uh, causing dissent in the, in, the, in the midst and stuff. And that um, the, it says in verse 19, I create the fruit of the lips, peace, peace to him that is far off, and to him that is near, saith the Lord, and I will heal him. And that's the only source of, 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 of that, of, and a, uh, of true peace and a spiritual healing is, is, only, is only in him. And then where it says, the wicked are like the troubled sea when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt, and Jude likened them to the raging sea, the, those that, that were in the midst of them that were causing dissent and, and not for the good of the, of the church or, or for themselves even, that um, there's no rest. There's, there's no rest, and, and uh, only that rest that, uh, that, that God alone can give and uh, there in, in Hebrews where it speaks about Joshua, it says Jesus, but it, where it says, and Joshua couldn't give him that rest, but the Lord could give him that rest and, and did give him that rest. And that, that is the, the only um, answer to clouds without water or trees without fruit or raging sea waves that are not at rest. But, and that's what that, those pictures uh, 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 refer to, and then in in Second Corinthians, turn with me to the book of Second Corinthians, if you will, please, and um, for just a little bit of a reading here. Second Corinthians, chapter ten. He's Paul's here. Is, is uh, uh, he defends his position in his ministry? And he's preaching of the gospel that he that he has been about. And starting with the verse, first verse and reading down a ways, it says, "Now I, Paul, myself, beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am base among you, being absent and bold toward you." But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence wherewith I think to be bold against some which think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our, uh, weapons of our uh, uh, warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringeth into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Do you look on things after the outward appearance? 
If any man trusts to himself that he is Christ, let him, let him of himself think this again, that as he is Christ, even so are we Christ. For though I should boast somewhat more of our authority, which the Lord hath given us for edification, and not for your destruction, I should not be ashamed, that I may not seem as if I would terrify you by letters. For his letters say they are weighty and powerful, but his body presence is weak, but his speech contemptible. Let such a one think this, that such as we are in the word by letters when we are absent, such we will be also indeed when we are present. He speak, and, and stop for a second, he's speaking that boldness to speak and that which God has given them by letter and stuff. And he says, when we're present with you, this is, this isn't just a, a letter to write. This is what, where we stand and what we are, are by nature and by what God has done for us. Verse 12, it says, For we dare not make of ourselves the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. And that's what those that are in the... That, Jude is speaking about, they're measuring themselves by themselves. They're not measuring themselves by what the gospel says or what our Lord says or what God says about who we are by nature and what we are by God's power and doing by the Spirit. But it says they're not, they're not wise. And that's, that's a pretty mild statement, I think. But, and by nature... That's all that those and we can do by nature is measure ourselves by ourselves or by others. We can't, we can't measure ourselves according to what God says unless the Spirit reveals that to us. And it says there in, 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 his, in uh, that passage in Ezekiel, it says that I'll put a new heart in you and put life in you. Then you'll realize you'll loathe what you are by nature. Before that, you're not thinking you're too bad. Uh, those fellows that, that the ones that Jude's talking about, they thought they were really something. But, uh, but uh, there in Ezekiel where it says, then your eyes will be open to what you are by nature and what I am only when I reveal that to you. And, and then you'll loathe that nature, that the nature of Adam. That's, that's the only time you can, can be in that spot. And then just a couple more verses says, But we will not boast of things without our measure, but according to the measure of the rule which God hath distributed to us, a measure to re reach even to you. For we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure, as though we reached not unto you, for we are come as far as to you also in preaching the gospel of Christ. Not boasting of things without our measure, that is, of other men's labors, but having hope, when your faith is increased, that we shall be enlarged by you according to our rule abundantly, to preach the gospel in the regions beyond you, and not to boast in another man's line of things made ready to our hand. But he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. For not he that commendeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. And that's... Um, and that that's that's speaking about those that commend themselves, but it's speaking to us, to who God or to who Jude is writing the book to, to those of 
those that are um, set aside by God that are that are kept in the Lord and called by the Spirit that that these be not in us and that that we uh, are not commending ourselves. Uh, that's a that'd be one of these verses that a person could put up on the wall somewhere. Not he that commendeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. And we know the, of one whom the Lord hath commendeth. And that is our Lord and Savior himself is the only one that's been commended of God and has a standing. And the way that we can have a standing is because of that. And he is the one, he's the one that is the daysman. He's the only one that could do the job for God's people. And he is the one that uh, the Lord commendeth in, in us in him. Um, in Ezekiel chapter 34. Ezekiel chapter 34. And Ezekiel is, uh, there's so much of the gospel in, in, in Ezekiel. And as we've seen all of scripture, even those books that we thought were maybe dry ground that, that we've seen so much in. But Ezekiel um, chapter 34, and I'd like to start reading with verse 11 and down a bit. It said, For thus saith the Lord God, Behold I, even I will both search my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd... Uh, seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in a good pasture and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There shall they lie in a good fold and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock and I will cause them to lie down, lie down saith the Lord God. Um, and here the salvation of, of our, as of our Lord uh, as, as we know that and, and that he constantly needs to show us that and to put that in us that salvation is of the Lord and uh, that um, uh, he's the one that brings them out this, is, this passage has been misabused or has been abused and misused over the years for national purposes for some uh, into the land and those things and miss the, miss the weighty in the true matter of that that the Lord is himself puts his people in that good pasture. Uh, see Psalm 23, uh, that the Lord is the one that, that brings us out, that protects us and, and puts us in, the, in that good pasture. It's not of ourselves. And, and this, I believe, in, in Jude here isn't to just show those that are bad in the group or maybe amongst us, uh, wherever that is, but that we're not looking to point and put ourselves, as Paul says, we're not going to put ourselves above measure of where we, what we are, above our, our, our stature and our measure and, and where God has placed us and how he has placed us. But it's a warning to God's people that, 
uh, we are kept in the Lord Jesus Christ, but as it, as it says, that grace is not turned into a license to not be in God's grace or to think otherwise of it or think more highly of ourselves. And, and I think it can be, and it has, you know, we do that by nature. We can look at those that we think are, are maybe not quite up to standard and, and, um, uh, uh, and judge those things and not ourselves. But, and Jude is speaking of those uh, as Second Peter and as Isaiah and as all of God's prophets have spoken, there are sheep and there are goats and there are a mixed crowd uh, and we can't tell them. Sometimes they become more apparent as, as Jude is talking about, they become apparent, but we need to not, as Paul says, uh, I th to not think more highly of ourselves than we ought to think. And remember, by God's grace, we are where we are and we are who we are and not, um, and not otherwise. And, um, and to, uh, it, it got, he's about his business and he alone can take care of his sheep. And as, as that there in Ezekiel or in Psalm 23, he feeds them and causes them to rest in him. Um, and we have to, we have to keep that in mind. We have to be reminded of that. Um, we here in these two in these verses, but the whole passage, uh, the bulk of Jude, he describes further uh, describes those who are among them causing discord, and not in support of the church, but in their own boasting. And that I think is a is a a sign that we that we need to uh, not only see in somebody else if there's a shortcoming that way, but ourselves are we that we should be actively about uh, about um, uh, supporting of the church in any of, of the the preaching of the gospel, the the uh, edification of of the brethren, and either whichever and however that comes about uh, we should be about those things um, and and not just and not just being not just being but actively that God uh, we pray that God actively causes us to be edifying to the to the body and um, and I think that's that's those are um, heart check things that that only the scripture and the spirit and uh, between us and, and and the Lord that that makes us aware of those of those things that that uh, that we need to do, and then in in Colossians, turn to the book of Colossians if you would for just a a little bit here actually for quite a little bit but uh, in Colossians the first chapter and I think these these address the same things as Jude but but more address them to to God's people and not as a contrast of, of you're the good and here's the bad but here's what you, the good should be like what the what the good is what God does in his people and God ha must do in his people. And the, starting with the first verse of Colossians chapter 1, it says, Paul, an apostle of 
Jesus Christ by the will of God and Timotheus our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which ye have to all the saints. For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof ye heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which is come unto you as it is unto all the world, and bringeth forth fruit as it doth also in you, since the day ye heard of it, and knew the grace of God in truth. Uh, and up here where it talks about uh, um, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus, and of the love which you have to all the saints. And I think that's going to be, that, that's, a, that's a, a, um, uh, a requirement that it, God places in his, God, in his people to have a love for the saints, to be, um, uh, um, to be one. You're joined in, as one in the Lord, and that's the, the common, the common uh, element is that, uh, uh, that the Lord has put, uh, has put life in his people. And then um, uh, I would like to look at, uh, starting at verse 9, it says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might... Uh, um, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist, and he is the head of the body, the church who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. Uh, and, and stopping for a, a second there, but uh, speaking to and re recalling that he is the one that has, that has delivered us from the power of darkness by his power and by, uh, by his might and into the kingdom of his son. And this is Colossians speaking to the believers as Jude is. It's not speaking to those that, that are that are, um, the the unbelievers that in trying to convince him into something. This is speaking to God's people that, that this is what we pray to that God does and sees in us and 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 that it is that it becomes part and parcel and and of of who we are. Um, in verse nineteen, it says. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell, and having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him I say whether they be things in earth or in heaven, 
and you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. If you continue in the faith grounded and settled and not be moved away from the hope of the gospel, which ye have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, or of Paul, I, Paul, am made a minister. Uh, and speaking of those, recalling again those, those, those things that we have, that things that we, that we possess in Christ and that we have that peace we spoke about that it says here, made peace through the blood of his cross. He's, that's the only peace that we, that we can know and can have and that he has reconciled all things to himself. Uh, and those things are, are his, the church. They've been reconciled. We've, we've been reconciled to God, and only by him can that be done. And, and those that, that Jude is speaking about, they have not been reconciled to God, or that the, the outcome would be different, that the, the spirit would be different. As, as uh, Joshua and Caleb, when the land, they came back and they said, we... God has given us this land. We are, let's, we're, we're ready to go. And the others said, that all they saw was the terrible things that they saw from this. And it says that, that, uh, that John, he had another spirit with him. And that was God's spirit, uh, the faith that he had given to him, that God says we have it, we have it. And, uh, and the others did not possess that. They did not, they were not shown that. They were not given that same faith that what God says God is able to do. And and uh, Joshua and Caleb had that, and, and they didn't. Um, in Colossians chapter 2, and th th these are, they appear to be different, different passages or different, speaking about different things, but they bear upon what Jude has to say and what Jude is saying to us. In, in chapter 2, starting at verse 8, and, and this is a um, this this is a another one of those cornerstone places that we hang on to. It says, "Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in Him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in Him which is the head." of all principality and power, in whom also ye are circumcised with a circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the uh, circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him up from the dead. And you being dead in your sins and uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them. And here, again, the, the position we have, him that uh, has put us um, in in Christ the the fullness of the Godhead dwelt in him bodily and that's a, something that is just mind-boggling we can't we can't understand how that 
Uh, it didn't just mean that he was God and he was among, among us. People will say that. But it said the fullness of God dwelt in him bodily. And, the, and that would be uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in him. And that, that is hard to comprehend. But, uh, but that's the one that, that, that uh, uh, we stand in. That, uh, uh, and blotting out, it says, those ordinances that stood against us and, and nailing them to his cross. And, and then um, in, in first, or Second Peter, first chapter, let's go to, sec, uh, to Second Peter. Uh, let's see. Uh, speaking about, uh, well, let's let's start up here in uh, first verse. It says, Simon Peter, first verse, chapter one of Second Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. According as his divine power hath given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to his glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind, he cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Whereby the rather, brethren, verse 10, uh, give diligence to make your calling and election sure, for if these ye do these things, ye shall never fail. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though ye know them, and be established in the present truth. And, and here again, as Jude in the beginning reminds them how they stand before God and, and the, that, their, that their whole, um, their whole de dealing and redemption is of him from start beginning, from the, before the beginning to the end, that it's all of God. And, and here Peter's saying the same thing of these things. And he's saying, let me remind you of these things. You know these things, but keep these in mind that, that, that uh, this is where you, where you come from. And then in John 15, in John chapter 15, as we kind of wrap up some thoughts for, for just for today, but John chapter 15, the Lord himself speaking to us uh, about, these, uh, about these things and addressing these things. It says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. 
Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. <clears throat> Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me ye can, can do nothing. And it says, If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. But here particularly, uh, I ab abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it in, abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. And I think this bears directly on what he's saying there. And, and it bears directly if these others that Jude is speaking about that crept in underwears that are changing the grace of God into not that and denying the Lord. Here, God's people, this is where we stand in. We stand in him and that uh, he is the vine. We are the branches and, and we look to him and only him can do this and and that that he is the one that causes us to abide in him and keep that in mind and then as we have been doing turn to uh book of jude one last time in light of this verses 24 and 25 and jude down to him that's able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. And him that is able to keep you from calling and present you faultless. And that's where we stand. That's where we look. And thank, thank God for uh, his grace and mercy to us. Um, We're going to close for now. Thank you for your attention, and we will pick this up uh, at a later date.